Welcome back, listeners, to the Somerville Advice Givers podcast, where we connect you with the advice you need for when life happens. I'm your host, Yaden Smith. This week on the show, I'm glad to have as our guest, Drew Hendricks. Okay, so Drew, you and I have known each other for a bunch of years, and I know when I first heard your story, it resonated with me so much yeah. that... Um, that that's the big reason why I wanted to have you as a guest. You could share your story about what you do and why you do it. Yeah. So tell the audience a little bit about yourself. You know where you grew up. Where'd you go to school? What were you doing before your current career? How'd you get started? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I was born in New York, and uh, I like to think that before the Great Migration South has happened over the last <laughs> few years, my parents uh, decided to move to the Charlotte area. In uh, 1995, I was about nine years old. Uh, dad lost his job, so uh, took a job down there. Uh, we moved south. Um, grew up in the Fort Mill area, so Fort Mill is right across the border okay. from South Carolina, yep. uh, from Charlotte. The South Carolina side of Charlotte. South Carolina side of Charlotte, exactly. Just one big suburb now. So, um, and then senior year of high school, I came to Charleston for a weekend with some buddies, and uh, after that weekend, decided this is where I wanted to go to this college. This place so, is nice. Yeah, applied and I uh, <laughs> got in and moved down here in uh, August of 2004 and have been here ever since. So um, started as an intern at my office back my uh, right after my junior year of college and really enjoyed the work that I was doing um, as an intern and what the work would be doing if I were to continue that as so a career. Before, before we go any further, just, yeah. just so our audience doesn't get lost in where we are. What type of work? What's your field? Yeah, so I'm sorry. Yeah, That's so okay. I'm a, uh, I'm, a, I'm a partner at a financial planning firm. So I do financial planning. I mainly handle the uh, investment component of that. Okay. Um, but I can do anything from, you know, looking at your life insurance coverage. Um, but mainly I'm handling the investment component of the financial okay. planning process. 401ks, IRAs, stuff like IRAs, that. things like okay. that. Yep. Okay, gotcha. Probably should have said that. That's, that's all right. That's all right. So <laughs> internship there yeah. to figure out, like, oh, is this something I want to do long term? Yeah, but the reason... While you were here in Charleston in college. Right, yeah. But the reason, if you want to get into the story of yeah. why I decided to do that internship. So uh, parents, you know, a lot of people form their financial habits from their parents. And... Um, Ain't that the truth? I learned what not to do from my <laughs> from my parents. Not very financially... Savvy. Uh, the one smart thing they did was uh, when my parents were in their mid to late 40s, took out a uh, insurance policy on my father. Term insurance policy. He was a healthy, grown man. Mm -hmm. Two years later, he was diagnosed with cancer. Uh, fought that for a few years, and then in the summer of 2002, he passed away. So, yeah. Um, yeah and yeah. how old were you in 2002? I was 15. Okay. So I think the one positive I took from him passing away was it's always good to know if your parent is going to pass away. Mm -hmm. It's a lot better than coming home and your mom telling you your dad got you know hit by a car on the way to work or something like right. that. So uh, we knew that it was coming. So it was a lot easier to, to deal with. Uh, but the week after he passed away, I went to an office with my mom and a guy handed her a check for half a million dollars. I was like, cool. I ain't got to worry about wow. money anymore, right? And uh, fast that's forward. all the money in the world when you're 15. Right. And with the money that we had growing up, that was right. all the money we needed. It's right? like, oh, my gosh, we're done. So fast forward 2010, I've been an advisor for about a year and a half. And I'm talking to my mom about some stuff and find out she doesn't have any of that money left. Um, wow. I had to take out a student loan my freshman year. Uh, I remember sitting her making me sit down and filling out 
FAFSA information online and just wondering. I said to her, why, why am I doing this? Mm. Two years ago, you got handed a check. I'm assuming part of it was to pay for this. Like, why, why is this going on? So I really firsthand saw what happens when people just mismanage money. And financial literacy in our country is really, really bad. So my mission is to help people make sure they just don't do foolish things with their money. So, that is awesome. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I remember the first time I heard the story. I was yeah. like, wow. Yeah. So, I mean, that's my goal every day is just to make sure um, I'm their people's financial coach, doctor, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. Just make sure they're not doing silly <laughs> silly things with their money because right. I saw what happened. And I use that story. I usually lead with that story with a with a person I'm referred to yeah. or a new client I'm meeting with so they know where I'm coming from. So that is that is an excellent place to be coming from. Yeah. Where the focus is protecting your clients. Yep. Even if it's just so they don't lose what they have. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So that happened. Then and and if I'm understanding the timeline right, that situation happened while you were planning to go into financial or that happened and then it's like, oh my gosh. This is an industry I'm interested in. Well, yeah. I don't so want this actually, to happen to other people. Yeah, yeah. So, well, actually, I'm kind of a generic history buff. I don't. Okay. I don't. You know, people might ask me a specific question about something. I don't really know, it, but I just love history, and uh, I wanted to be a history teacher coming down to college at Charleston. I pre-declared as a history major, so I thought I was going to be a teacher, and I got to orientation, and they split us up to register for classes. And the woman, the, I was sitting in the room and they were talking to us about the education field and, and that as a major. And I kind of had a little panic attack and I decided right then and there, I didn't want to be a teacher and I wasn't quite <laughs> sure. So I picked business admin I as a, a terrible <laughs> mistake. I probably look like a little kid <laughs> grabbing their mom when they're at a party and they're afraid. I like tugged on the woman's shirt and was like, I don't want to do this. Um, so I changed to business admin just to kind of keep it general and then I picked finance which at the college at the time was only a concentration it wasn't a minor it wasn't a major but I did a concentration and through coursework and then a professor that I'm still actually very close with we play golf uh, grab a, a beer every once in a while um, got really turned into the the math side of it and I like to think of a personal personable person and so I the the work includes those two facets, which I'm really interested in working with people and, um, the, the mathematical component of investing in financial planning. Mm-hmm. So, um, really got turned on to it then. And it was just a lot of luck, um, internship, um, mom works in the industry as, as an admin assistant for, uh, our firm in Charlotte. So that's how I had the inside track for an internship and nice. came in and filed paperwork and did a lot of, a lot of mundane stuff, but it was just, you know, totally worth it to me. So then I saw kind of how the, the, the career trajectory is and the life that, you know, advisors lead and all those things were, were extremely appealing to like me. If I can survive long enough in this industry. My, well, <laughs> my, bo- my boss in uh, our branch manager in Charlotte calls it the three eyes, um, impact, independence and income as an advisor. And mm-hmm. so first and foremost, the impact you have on people, the independence that you have, I'm in control of my schedule. I scheduled this podcast with you right. at 1030. <laughs> I come and, and come and chat with you. And um, all those facets are, are, are extremely ideal. So that's why I decided Very to go good. into this field. Yep. Very good. Okay. So in your field, I know you see things on a regular basis. What would be 
two or three pieces of advice that you could give to the average person to increase their financial knowledge, increase their financial awareness, so they they don't end up in a situation like what happened to y'all. Yeah. Um, I think the most important thing I would say is know yourself, know your abilities. Mm-hmm. Um, I use this example. My One of my favorite clients is a nuclear engineer by trade. He went to NC State nuclear engineering degree. If you lay us down on a sheet of paper side by side, all mental aptitude test, he's a smart, <laughs> smart dude, much smarter than me. But he knows that this particular area he is not well-versed in. Gotcha. And so he decided, I'm going to outsource this to Drew. And what happens is a lot of people confuse success in their personal and professional lives and think that translates to every other area. So fill in the blank. My business is growing, so I'm going to go out on my own to get healthy. And a lot of lose weight or save for retirement or do whatever. So I know how to invest because I'm a successful engineer. I know how to invest. I know what to do, when to do it, and you don't know what to do, and so I'm going to do it myself. Okay. Um, Second thing is keep it simple. A lot of people want complex investing strategies, and our firm, we're pretty boring. We Our sales pitch isn't that great, but what we do is simple, consistent, and it works. It's just not your Bitcoin that's up, you know, whatever <laughs> crazy percent it is in, in 2017 or anything like that. You're not going to have like an that. emotional thrill ride week exactly. to week. So um, be consistent. I say be patient. Uh, human mm-hmm. nature, human brain is uh, designed for impatience when you see things, other things doing well, or you're not, you're not kind of thinking, talk it out, mm-hmm. but be patient. And then of course, seek help. If, if you're, if you know, rule number one, which was know yourself, if you've determined that you can't handle these things, seek the help of, of someone. Right. You know, right. So. Someone who, someone who knows, uh, I've heard it said that knowledge is learning from your mistakes. Wisdom is learning from someone else's mistakes. Yeah. So you know, like surround yourself with people who are smarter than you and you'll be fine. Yeah. I've made a life of that. So. <laughs> Excellent. Great, great points all the way through. Okay, so now we're going to move into what we, what we call the final four. So four four questions. We might throw an extra one in there just for fun that you, that you couldn't prep for. Sure. So question number one, when work is over and it's time to play, what do you like to do for fun? Uh, everyone who knows me knows that I love to travel. So I've jumped off of cliffs in Croatia into the Adriatic. Nice. I've, Seen the Northern Lights on my birthday in, uh, this past year in Iceland. Woke up to that. Um, I've uh, I've totaled a rental car in Ireland. <laughs> um, first car accident. And the, the, they did tell you, you they drive on the other side of the road there. Yeah, no, that right? was uh, I got a little little sure of myself about driving after three days, and then a split decision came up. And your instincts when you drive <laughs> on the right side of the road your entire life don't work when you're in a uh, a former British. Uh, uh, Holding. So, yeah. So, uh, I just love to travel. Love to see the world's a big place. A lot of people don't mm-hmm. see enough of it. And uh, I think one of the things my mom said to me, she said uh, her 60th birthday was a few years ago and she kind of had a panic attack. And she said, you know, I blinked and now I'm 60 and I, I didn't get to do a lot of things. And I just thought to myself, I'm not going to let that happen. Right. So, I'm going to do a lot of stuff I want to do. And the, one of those three eyes in my career that I talked about earlier, the ind- independence allows me to uh to do that so it's great excellent okay question number two in the next 12 months 
what are you most excited about? It could be personal, business, fan, whatever. Just next 12 months, what's at the top of your radar for excitement? Yeah, I would go with, um, I'll give you one personal, one professional. Um, personally, uh, my significant other and I are going to buy a house. We uh, have dated long distance, our entire relationship, about a little over a year and a half. And uh, I convinced a woman to move to where I live, which I don't know if it says more about me or her. But uh, <laughs> Congratulations. That's exciting. Um, it's awesome. So we're looking to buy a house, and I'm really excited about that. I'm excited to, to be with her in the same in the same town. So uh, traveling is, is fun, but it'll be nice to have your significant other <laughs> Very good. there with you. So, And then uh, professionally, I'm in the process of uh, – obtaining my CFP designation that stands for certified financial planner um, gives you a lot more credence when working with the uh, public with regards to financial planning and, and just an, an additional vetting process mm -hmm. that you know that that person that you're potentially working with has gone through so I'm in the process of obtaining that uh, likely in the next 12 months but it's self-paced so I'm going to gotcha. try to get it within the next 12 months. I've already, I'm a portion of the way through it. So those, those are the two things I'm looking forward to. Excellent. Very good. Okay. Question number three, final four question. Number three, what is a parting piece of advice that you'd like to share with the audience? I would say that you're in control of your financial future for the most part. Obviously there are extenuating circumstances, the biggest ally that you have is time and you, you can't waste that, right? You can't look back and, and make up someone who started saving at 23 versus mm -hmm. someone who's starting at, you know, 48. They just have a huge heads up. So you're in control and don't waste that opportunity. Cannot replace time. I love that. <laughs> Unless you're yeah. Matthew McConaughey in that movie. <laughs> and you can bend it. Like Space-time continuum. <laughs> that was a great movie. It, 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 it really movie. made me think. Yeah. It really made me think. And Christopher like, Nolan. You put, you, he directs any movie. Um, oh, now I can't think of it. It starts with an I. Interstellar. 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 It is really good. So, it's a thinker. Okay, final four. Question number four. What's the best way for the audience to get in touch with you? And we're going to put this in the show notes so they can okay. just copy and paste, but go ahead and give it to us here. Like most millennials, I have my cell phone attached to me at all times. So um, that number is 843-670-5914. Or you can email me. My work email is andrew.hendricks, H-E-N-D-R-I-C-K-S, at Oak Capital mgt.com okay yep. very good okay final question bonus round bonus round so in the past 12 months what is something that you look back what is something that you look back on and at the time it felt like mm, maybe this is a splurge but in hindsight you realize, no, this was something that I really needed for, you know, my mental sanity, my business, my relationship. So you look back, maybe it was a trip, maybe it was a thing, an event, a, a device. Past 12 months where ahead of time, it's like, mm, I don't know if I should, quote, splurge on this. But then as you look back, it's like, this, I'm really glad that I did this. Yeah. 
It would probably be that trip back to Iceland in, in September for my birthday. We went to Norway first, uh, one night stop in Stockholm, and then over to Iceland for a week. Anytime you're going on a big trip like that to Scandinavian countries that mm-hmm. are absurdly expensive and the financial <laughs> yeah part of my brain starts going off. But um, it was great because it was two straight weeks with my significant other where, and that's a, that's a learning process too. We'd only mm-hmm. been dating over a year at that point. And we're in a rental car driving, camping out with each other 24 hours a day. And again, she still likes me and I still love her. <laughs> so uh, I would say that's... So in hindsight, very, very it worth was it. Hindsight, it, was, it was kind of a test. And I don't, I, if she hears this, she's going to be like, don't you hear this as a test? I didn't think of it as a <laughs> test. But if you, if you look back, you say, man, that could have... If we didn't like each other, we were going to find out then. And um, every time I spend time with her like that, it just strengthens my uh, Fantastic. my feelings for her. So, That's yeah, awesome. that was that was one I'm always a little apprehensive about, spending money on a trip because that gets expensive, but it was great. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, Drew, thank you very much for being with us today. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for being a guest here. And uh, we look forward to hearing more about your success and your adventures in the future. Appreciate it. Thanks. Thank you all for joining us this week on the Somerville Advice Givers Podcast, where we connect you with the advice you need for when life happens. Again, I am your host, Yadie Smith. Have a great week. We'll see you next time. And we have a disclaimer that we have to add for Drew. Andrew Hendricks offers securities through AXA Advisors, LLC. Address New York, New York. Phone number 212-314-4600. A member of FINRA and SIPC. Annuity and insurance products offered through AXA Network, LLC. Oak Capital Management is not owned or operated by AXA Advisors or AXA Network.